0: Able to discover at a very young age that my voice was an instrument. Good evening, everyone. I'm he was just a natural. The of the D- company. Hey, so so I said, dude, you have a talent. I'm going to make it. I'm going to become a major star. And then the biggest battle of my life began. I was sick. I was really sick. We call it bipolar disorder, but it really describes. Two phenomena. One is depressive episodes and what we call manic episodes. What's going on, everybody, and welcome to another great edition of Nothing to Watch, always provided by Sideshow Conversations. It's your host with the most Val Cisco, and today we're going to be reviewing and giving my reactions on a special, special biopic that was released by Showtime Television May 25th, two thousand. Teen. and it's a heavy subject, especially in light of what's happening these days, uh, especially when you want to talk about mental illness and what's happening in the world and how we're examining mental illness these days. Uh, it's a very, very touchy subject to me because um, I've seen this happen in my life with friends, family. Um, they're very, very close to me, and um, it's this biopic is a brutal, brutal, brutal inside look of what... Uh, Bipolar chronic bipolar disease can do to a person and um, the name of this uh, biopic is Bipolar Rock and Roller and it's the biopic on uh, Mauro Ronaldo who is a uh, Broadcast analyst expertise He is um, one of the best broadcast analysts out there play-by-play announcer What have you he is one of the greats and I? I wish somebody could argue with me on this because this guy brings a certain energy, whether it's, I know someone who listens to this podcast probably has heard him once or twice. Um, He's called the biggest boxing matches in the last five years, whether it's uh, Mayweather and Canelo, whether it's uh, Mayweather uh, and McGregor, whether it's uh, all the Pride FC tournament fights, whether it's Strikeforce, Elite, XC, uh, Bellator, MMA, And now recently, SmackDown and NXT for WWE Wrestling. This man's a world traveler. This man, um, from an early age, you see this documentary that he he has a set goal. And he's going to get there. And no matter what, his set goal is always clear. He wants to be the best at what he does. And... It gives you, like I said I don't mean to use this word so many times But it gives you a brutal inside look Of what it is to be bipolar You know, you have the cameras Following him everywhere And a person who, who's Showing raw emotion Of, of having that disorder of just not knowing what to do in life What decision to make To basically get out of the decision To talk himself out of things To talk himself to do things Um the struggle, the, the absolute anarchy that's in your mind, there's parts of this documentary that almost made me cry because the way he would treat someone, his family, and, you know, how his family treated him, you know, growing up in British Columbia and Canada, you know, everybody just thought he was an odd child, someone who who really took things very seriously, almost on the spectrum, if you will, um, borderline autism, just taking things way too literal But also putting his mind to work um, Using the parts of his mind That I I dare I say Are not damaged And using them to like Having a photographic memory Or studying Or just being very very analytical Um, He he, At an early age He was already captivated by knowledge And You see that throughout the whole Like beginning of his life story You know Starting up uh, As a pro wrestling fan And seeing people like Gordon Sully Seen people um, like the greats, and that like Gorilla Monsoon, that that uh, Bobby the Brain Heenan, that were on the microphone, uh, on the announcer's desk, and is copying and mimicking. And he has an old school presentation, like a carney if you will, voice. And people give him a lot of shit because people think it's fake or it's too cartoonish. No, he's just that much of a, not 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 a character, but that much of a fan of what he's doing. Uh, His voice is like you or me. If we're watching an event, if we're watching the Avengers for the first time, I could listen to Morrow commenting on the Avengers and saying this is the most historic movie of our time. Um, You know, someone who who had his early start in professional wrestling at 16 years old in in Vancouver, Canada, part of All-Star Wrestling, as just an announcer... And having fun with it and looking at that as an accomplishment while people looked down on him for just being different, for having mood swings and panic attacks, uh, people looked at him with uh, a sense of respect for his unique voice and charisma, you know, going into Stampede Wrestling in 1999, um, you know, knowing the Hart family, if you're a pro wrestling fan, um, knowing the Hart family is like a legacy right there That's like a, a stamp of approval In the wrestling industry And he also actually dated one of the Harts uh, One of the nine Hart daughters at one point And you can see the tragedy that unfolds Of uh, someone that's in a relationship But can't handle themselves emotionally And physically as well too They're just repulsed by themselves At every moment in time It's, it's a brutal look at that I keep using that word but it, it really is it, It's it's, it's self-analyzing and you look at yourself and think, wow, you know, sometimes we all have doubt and and second thoughts and we get depressed and sad. But then you look at a, a story like this and you really can't, you have, to, you have to get yourself back up again. Because if a person like this who deals with setback after setback after setback, you see in this story that he goes to a mental um, institute at least nine times, almost ten times throughout his whole lifespan from you know, 18 going on to his 40s, back and forth dealing with this disease. And it's a real disease. People, you know, look at um, the old guard like to say, try to uh, make light of situations like this. Like, oh, back then people were just sad. They were, they weren't mentally unstable. They were just sad. No, it's been around for a long time. It's just people didn't know how to handle it. People didn't know how to put a put a pen to paper and figure out what this was, and analyze the situation. Thus, you get people. Like, moral, like people in my family, and I won't say names whatsoever. Like friends that deal with this, and and it's hurt. It's hurt me. You know, not to be too personal, but I've seen this this chaos before. The battle of emotions of, sh- of trying to figure out if you're happy or you're sad. One day, just being depressed for for a leaf falling and your whole week is just destroyed, not your day, but your whole week is destroyed, um, of trying to figure yourself out in a world who who looks at you weird, number one, and you have to second-guess yourself, do I want to even live anymore? I have family members that deal with this. I have friends, best friends, that deal with this, and it's hurtful, and I feel for them, and it's, it, it, it it really it meant something to me. Because he's such an advocate, and you'll see this throughout the whole film, that he's an advocate. It may not be the beginning, but his, his story toward the end, he's very much an advocate to this disorder. He goes out, and he reaches out to people that, that are dealing with this, that, that are almost at that brink of destruction. They just want to look in the sky and say, man, does that fan, does that chandelier, does that, does that uh, pillar right above me, that shelf, could that hold my way if I hung myself real issues about suicide and depression, you know, he tells it all. He tells it all that he never you know, he, he never feels good enough about what he does, whether it's uh, um, announcing um, professional boxing and, you know, getting these calls, you know, kind of falling upwards in a way because it's his unique voice and his attributes that he brings to the game. Um, you see him always feeling like he's never enough but you see the success that rises with that. I mean, hell, you know, the, the wealth of knowledge brought him to the to Japan, um, calling you know Pride FC, which is like a. Um, if you don't know what Pride is, go go to YouTube, go go somewhere and try to find, look up what Pride is. It's a very much uh, WWE meets UFC in, in the best of ways. You know, going through the two thousands with that. You know, being part of of Ronda Rousey's first fight actually her upcoming of, of, of star status you know seeing that rise seeing the rise of people like Kimbo Slice seeing the rise of of, of Floyd Mayweather Canelo um, you know Chavez you know so many different figures in sports these days you see him on ESPN talking to main um, analytics um, his 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 love for hip hop R&B music hell his love for weed Which he sees that as his medicine, that he can't even take medicine whatsoever. You can see that he 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 just throws out every bit of medicine possible because he sees that it's gonna drive him more insane. So he turns to weed and music as his substitute for giving him life. This this is an excellent biopic to show someone who's going through this. Or if you notice that someone's going through this, it's a wake up call but the same token it's a love letter to someone Saying, I'm there for you And And I, I, I know I'm going to show this to a lot of people I'm going to recommend this to a lot of people Because it broke my heart But it's not a, a story about failure it, It's more of a redemption story As well too You see him facing his demons At each part of his life Whether he's a teenager Whether losing his family members through, um, accents and death, and driving himself crazy because of that, for guilt, whether it's setback after setback, and still having someone to hold on to, you know, people like Bas Rutan, look up Bas Rutan, Bas Rutan's, <laughs> he's more than a guy on InfoMotion that, that that shows, you know, boxing and kickboxing and stuff like that, legend in the sport of mixed martial arts, um. You know, I wish they would have gotten to more things like Inside the MMA and XS TV, but they didn't. They got they got into the Fight Network in Canada, where he called major things like boxing, MMA, and pro wrestling as well too. With John Pollock there as well too. Um, you know, they, they talk about you know force as a rival competition to the UFC at the time. You know, people like Ronda Rousey, people like Gina Carano, people like um, um, we'll just go out there, Chris Cyborg, and whatnot. The names that are already in in the UFC. You know, the the rise of Fedor, the fall of Fedor, the rise of Daniel Cormier. He was there for those things. You know, now in WWE, you know, calling the best matches, you know, with John Cena versus AJ Styles at Royal Rumble was one of the best calls, play by plays, I've heard in the last 10 years. And now in NXT, just biting, chopping out the bit, that's what I want to say, what he's doing now as far as um, his work. And look at his calls in in, in professional boxing, you know. the, the matches where was um, Canelo versus Mayweather bit by bit point by point his references the way he talks about punching his physics you know how he talks about the fight game you feel the energy in there um, it, it covers all that and uh, I like I said big top five stars it's one of the better documentaries we've seen. When it comes to something like this. Because it's not just a failure. It's not like, oh, I guess we need help, so here's a call number. No, it's someone who says, you know what? I own up to this right here. I'm not going to fall. I may have setback after setback. I may fall off the wagon. You see that many times. You know, I may hurt myself, my career, my family with my problem. But I'm still chugging forward, moving forward. Um, this also explains a lot of the whole um, rumors about him. Being bullied in WWE and leaving them because of bullying or or, or hurtful remarks because of illness and to some extent I do feel like that is true you know a company like that has been known for ribbing people and making it hard on people who come in from the outside thinking they're better than most people moral does not think that whatsoever um, I just you know his stigma is one of the best announcers and rightfully so but I think it. It probably did affect them, but they show more to it. You know, the traveling the schedule, you know, the doubt in himself, the breakdowns, the mental breakdowns. You know, this is something you need to see. Uh, once again, it's on Showtime. You can watch it on demand. It's there as well, too. Um, yeah, um, find any means to watch it. It's something, um, it's a spectacle, but it's, it's something that will, will make you think and it'll make you reach out. And if it it did something to me For me to talk about this for like 15 minutes Then I I really do believe It'll it'll mean something to you out there In the audience And you'll probably find someone who's dealing with this issue Show them this documentary And maybe, just maybe You'll get some insight on how they feel And maybe they'll get some insight on How they feel themselves Maybe there's some closure to these people So um, hopefully you guys look for that Um, I hope you did enjoy this I hope I didn't ramble too much It was just it's something that I was very passionate about, and I hope that um, um, you guys enjoyed it. Anyways, um, look out for this. Um, I'm doing this on Bumpers today. Hopefully, it does log on to Anchor. If it doesn't, then I apologize. Um, hopefully, it does log on to YouTube. If not, I'll just send the link out there. I'm trying different devices to get my flow again for the podcast world. But, um, yeah, whatever you do, you know, Facebook, Sideshow Conversations, um, you can reach me on Twitter at uncandy underscore V, uh, Instagram at Val Cisco. Um, yeah, just reach out. I mean, the it's all so I show Conversations on Anchor. Uh, it's also on Bumpers, um, if you still have Bumpers out there. It's on iTunes, Podcasts, Republic. Public. Um, reaching out as much as possible, trying to get that bang back into things. And um, I hope you enjoyed this. So, um, later days.